So what if I were to tell you that right now, today, your best life is happening within you? Everything that we could ever hope for or imagine already exists. Today, how to use isolation to reveal your creative genius and live your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, family of friends and community of Kinetic Believers. Welcome back. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us. Email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. stephencanyon.com is the website. So how surreal was mountain biking yesterday, Ms. Meg? Oh, it was so much fun. You were like the wind, just going. <laughs> you were cutting a trail. Was that really mountain biking? Yeah. It didn't feel it as hardcore as... Well, you're just in great shape. Okay. Thank you were you. you were getting on it though. <laughs> that was so funny. You were. My favorite part though was afterwards when we had snacks and laid in the hammock. Lying in the hammock, drinking coffee while yeah. watching the clouds go by. Ah, oh, so nice. Needed to decompress. Mm, yeah. Yeah. What a weekend. Mm-hmm. Beautiful sunshine. weekend. Think so thankful for the for the sunshine, for the good weather. Sunshine and mountains yeah. and mountain breezes and yeah. all those amazing things. And flowers starting mm-hmm. to come up and blossom around uh really just magnificent well just like we said earlier um how great is it uh so grateful that all this insanity is is happening not in the winter it's happening in the spring and the summer and you know something is really i think fantastic is just the feedback that we're getting right now from so many people that are finding themselves they're finding their creative genius they're experiencing things and something i heard the other day somebody said you know i'm doing things now i haven't done since i was a child yeah in the sense that you know being creative, painting, taking pictures of, you know, smaller things and just slowing down. You're right. We're hearing from people through Facebook, through Instagram, through the website. It's just, it's almost tripled the the amount of, of correspondence we're receiving. It's great. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how we can use isolation in order to reveal our creative genius. <laughs> And uh, in, isolation, what is it good for? What <laughs> nothing, <laughs> absolutely nothing. <clears throat> uh, oh, my word, it's the most profound <laughs> distraction that human beings could ever be confronted with, and that's isolation. Yes. Think about that, true. And, and I mean, it's you know, isolation for most people, if you think about it without thinking of it in creative terms, the resistance it would be in a resistance to uh, being creative mm-hmm. if you just thought about it whimsically. But the truth of it is, is that when we do isolate ourselves away from the noise of influence, then what naturally occurs is that we begin to experience ourselves in ways that often we haven't even imagined before. Well, yeah, I, I totally agree. And it's it's kind of funny, though, when whenever I experience isolation like this, you know, you think you're just going to be like, oh, I'm just this beautiful flower child and I'm just so amazing I'm finally getting in tune with my inner self but then you realize like oh oh gosh like day one and day two are just like scraping off (laughs) 
this top layer <laughs> of, of nasty stuff that, that I don't even want to experience Isn't with myself. That, though it's kind of like, <laughs> what is it, like cleaning the kitchen in corners you've not visited in a long, long time. Oh, right. Just the gunk of life, getting it off, of, scraping it, going yeah. deep to get so, rid of it all. You know, if you can get through the first few days or weeks, then you get to the good stuff. So I yeah. feel like that's what yeah. this is all about. Let's get to the good stuff. Clean house. That's right. Well, look, you know, every human being has an ability to be able to attract the life that they desire, regardless of the circumstances that are around them. Like right now, I think a lot of the fear that's being promoted is that, oh no, what I'm accustomed to and the way that I earn a living and the life that I'm, I need to be living to to have things and to, to accumulate stuff, it's been taken from me. Well, now just wait a minute. Circumstances have never, ever defined a person's success. Not really. Circumstances do not come first. So that's a ruse. It's actually not true. Circumstances do not, it's not the creator of the lives that we're living. Circumstances are the effect of a cause. Circumstances are the fruit of a root. Circumstances are the result of the substance of um, what we're believing to be created. And so the ability to be able to kinetically believe and change our circumstances, that is the foundational essence of life for the creative creator, for the spiritual being while in the natural. I have to say all of that is, is very comforting during the, these times. Right, because and that's, that's the first thing that we should all do as we retreat into the abyss of self is to realize that, wait a minute, we're actually going back to source. Mm-hmm. We're not yeah. leaving source. We're retreating to source. We're getting away from the confusion, the diametrics that have led us away from our purpose to be able to retreat into the essence of our original genius of purpose. Absolutely. Uh, sounds like things are being aligned in our favor. Mm-hmm universally, collectively. And what a great idea to see all of this as it's all how you frame it. Anything in life is how you frame it. It's your perspective. Your subjective reality. Yeah. So I just love that, that, you know, see this as as opportunity, as as a moment in time that you can really seize to come out better than ever. Absolutely. You know, I'm often asked how kinetic believers can sustain their belief while things are not going according to the plans around them. Hear it all the time. Even, you know, I get some feedback from people that have started their kinetic belief manifesting journal and they're about uh, 10, 15 days into the process and they look around and they're going, well, well Stephen, things haven't changed yet. Mm. You know, I'm not seeing a, a difference in my life. How can I sustain my belief while I'm not seeing what I'm hoping for showing up in my life? Look, successful people have the ability to maintain the source energy of their best life by meditating their specific vision for the life and the world that they wish to experience. And the law of attraction works to the benefit of those who allow no outside opinion, no outside thought forms to show up and influence their creative genius. In other words, they're not allowing the news of the day to define their tomorrows. Mm -hmm. And now more than ever, right? Because, you know, at least uh, before this, the maybe the news or the negativity it was sort of a small piece of the pie. And now it, it can be rather loud if you're not careful. That's a great point. You know, before, before you have every single news story just being another plane crash, proverbially speaking. I heard it yeah. said the other day, it's like watching the news is like watching a thousand plane crashes every day. Yeah. And it, it is like that. But before this, it was a surprise sneak attack. 
everything can be going along okay, the news is normal, it seems to be natural, and then bam, you're, you're just sort of hit upside the head with yeah. something totally unexpected. But now it's everything. Yeah. Think about it. In every direction, everything we're hearing is negative, fear-based, fear-mongering. I read an article that I think it was in some random early 1900s year, maybe 1907, let's just say it was, that one of the newscasters for the BBC, uh, they came on and it was 7 o'clock p.m. And he said, there's no news today. And he proceeded to play classical music for the next 20 minutes. (laughs) For the next how long? 20 minutes. Oh, 20 minutes. Instead of doing a news story, he was like, there's no news today. (laughs) I just thought that was really funny. Don't you wish that was the way that it always was? Yeah. (laughs) Well, but, you know, to that point, seriously, the creative genius is someone who delights in their intellect. Mm -hmm. Think about that delighting in our intellect. Success is not going to be based upon our IQ, education. It's not based on the news. It's not based on opportunity that seems to be around us or who our parents are. It's not based on how much money we have. Success is not based on any disciplines of performance like playing the violin instead of giving the news or other art forms, any kind of music, anything. Every single person has within themselves the creative genius of their unique original Mm. purpose. Yes. And so here we are being told to isolate just about wherever you are in the world right now listening. You probably have been mandated to isolate away from the noise that you're accustomed to being a part of. The distraction. Yeah. What a beautiful thing. What an amazing opportunity all of us have as kinetic believers right now to retreat into the quiet essence of our unique creative genius of purpose and to reconnect with that and fall unconditionally love in love with yourselves by doing so here's the thing kinetic believers are unconditionally loving themselves with confidence in their decisions Mm -hmm. and absolutely do not care if people think they're right or not and here's the thing while in isolation We're not going to be challenged by others who are saying that, well, I just think that what you're doing here at ABC Company is not correct according to our standards and our beliefs and our traditions. So there's not going to be the the uh, conflict of interest, if you will. Well, and that's an interesting point there because I've noticed that my inner dialogue has you know gone up times ten. There's so much of my day now is 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 just my manufactured inner dialogue. So the biggest issue is going to be. (laughs) <laughs> the face in the mirror. Yeah, right. And that's mm-hmm. and isn't that great that that's the biggest issue? Because once we overcome the biggest issue of our own self-chosen inner dialogue, we win. And isn't that what this is revealing? That it was never the guy at work. It was never the 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 re- relative that was constantly you know demeaning you. It was never them. It was always you. That's sort of what this time this isolation is revealing to us they're just prompting and they're just uh, they're the triggers and they're they know what buttons right. to push and they're pushing a button yeah. and then we typically people will run off with it you can exactly. you can have a one hour commute and you had a two minute conversation today with somebody and it was based in negatives and then you'll spend the one hour commute on the way home after work mm-hmm elongating the conversation yeah. and really creating an yeah. inner dialogue and, yeah. and new metrics to yes. the conversation that just drill down into you. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, when we're meditating on those negative thoughts and they become those words in the inner conversation, 
it absolutely begins to attract <laughs> and manifest uh, results from that two-minute <laughs> negative conversation. I'm, I'm just laughing because you know, you know, you. It's quite literally impossible to blame anyone but ourselves right now. But don't we love to do that? <laughs> oh, right. I got to go back to work. Why? Because I need somebody to blame. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did. I did see a funny tweet. It said, "If you and your spouse are are forced into sort of like co-working in the same space at, at home, it's it's best if you come up with a uh, a manufactured a fake employee to blame everything on." Like, man, you know, Deborah left the dishes in the out in the kitchen again. <laughs> right, I can't right. believe she did that. Deborah, jeez, yeah, can't believe Deborah did that. Isn't this a great time to clean house and get rid of all of those kind of thoughts and imaginations and yes. ideas and deal with self? Yeah. Start taking care of self, change self and work and build yourself up, mm-hmm. you know, and then the last challenges that we'll have in isolation is always going to be not only self, but then those around us. Mm-hmm. And we deal with them yes. in the same way and even let them know in love, with love that, hey, you know what? I'm using this time to make myself a better person. Yes. You know, cast down the pride long enough to let others know that I want to be a better person and I want to be a better husband or wife or mother or father to you. And I'm using this time right now to work on that. And why don't you help me do that by staying away from me? <laughs> no, I'm, just I need kidding. To, you know, I'm just kidding. Dad's like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I need to quarantine out in the garage. Sorry, <laughs> right. sorry everyone. No, using this time right now, kinetic believers are unconditionally loving themselves and should be Fall in love with yourself right now with confidence and do it with confidence in your decisions that you're making for life. The decisions that you've been making to journal in your purpose-driven, kinetic, belief-manifesting journal and do it absolutely from the position of, you know what, I'm doing this by not and not caring if people like what I'm doing or if they think what I'm doing is right or wrong. In fact, the attitude is that what what you think about me is none of my business. You're so right that these this time is almost as if it's forcing the kinetic belief mindset on everyone. You know, it's it's forcing you to to consider what is my motivation? What's my motivation for eating right and working out? What's my motivation for wanting to be better mentally and and physically? I mean, because when you're surrounded by other people, it's easy to make it about them. But this is sort of forcing your hand. True. And I just, you know, the, the, the kinetic believer, a purposeful, successful kinetic believer is always, it's always done on purpose. Most people's lives, they are without, without the wisdom to work at this and to meditate on it and to choose your highest viewpoints and thought forms for living your best life. Most people are just reacting. Mm-hmm. And we are reacting through the attitudes and opinions and ideas of other people, the suggestions of other people, the suggestions of news and bad reports and all of that. And so as a result, most people's lives are circumstantial and they are by accident. Kinetic believers don't care what other people think. They don't care what the news is of the day. In fact, what is important to those who are going to be using this time in isolation to reconstruct their thought forms to live their best life is that they're going to be dynamically successful through the process by perfect imagining to perfect their health and their wealth their joy their happiness all of their relationships their life's adventures and it's all going to come back to the subjective belief of the believer the subjective reality that we're able to hold on to regardless of what's being said in the news, regardless of what's being said within the walls of where you're isolated. We're taking control and taking charge of the meditative, quiet, inner 
peace that we locate within. What would you say to the kinetic believer that's listening and they say, you know, that all sounds great. I'm excited to do all that. But I got to say, you know, just this, this level of isolation and this level of introspection, it's, it's so much more than I've ever experienced. And frankly, it, it can be a little scary. A little scary because you know what, you're coming in tune and in touch with your identity. And it's scary, but if it's scary to you, it's simply because you've not finished the process of locating your inner being, the inner genius of purpose. It's scary because, you know, most people continue to receive a sense of their identity and purpose in life by the opinions and thoughts and ideas of other people. Most people need to be validated. Most people are looking for direction from news work, employees, family, friends. And so if being isolated, being alone is scary, hey, that that's good news for you because you're being told specifically exactly what needs to be worked on and how you can begin developing that and turning those fears into faith and belief and power and authority within the dominion that we've all been given to live our best lives. Right now in the world today, Fear is being promoted at levels worldwide that has never been seen before. The Internet, you know, it's it's doing its job worldwide as a catalyst for projecting all of these fear-based thoughts. And it's just escalating. You can see it just growing like a snowball, and like we were talking about yesterday. And we've, we've been able to correctly predict the the uh, advancement of this snowball effect, because I'm telling you right now, expect in the next few days, the stories now to start coming in that the horror stories of being alone, the horror stories of, mm-hmm. of having the lease that you can't pay for, or the car that you couldn't pay for, the um, whatever, the people that are getting sick. And if we turn to those stories and internalize those, then it starts, that substance of negative energetics starts to become us. So the challenges are going to continue to change every day as those negative energetics continue to snowball. And I noticed, too, on some news stories, I didn't read them. I just saw these headlines pop up, and, and it was just talking about, you know, someone who had died. But the the headline in multiple articles over and over again, it's, it was making this point that they died alone. Right. I'm like, really? Right. You know, and, and it almost ticked me off because mm-hmm. it gives you the sense that, you know, I, I don't, I can't stand it when I really get that sense that I'm, someone's trying to bait me. They're trying to bait me into fear and they're trying to bait me into to fear mongering and into anxiety. And, and it's just, there's no room for that. There's no room for that. And isn't that what wisdom is for the kinetic believers? We understand that we are in a world that's continually challenging our highest viewpoints and thought forms for living our best lives. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah. all always there. It's right. in different forms and in different tests, different realities, objective realities. It's always going to be there for yeah. us at any time if we should choose to observe and to adhere to that thing to yeah. be our truth. It's going to lead us away from our own thought forms. That's so true. And you're right. It's it's, it's incredibly powerful as a kinetic believer to, to be able to assess a situation and to assess uh, information as it comes into you and to be able to point it out and say, I can see you. I see what you're trying to do. Don't even, you know, I'm aware of, of your agenda and I'm not participating. That is so wise. Assessing is a brilliant way of life for the kinetic believer. Yeah. Instead of taking anything at face value, mm-hmm. is it in agreement? Does it align with your thought forms that you've been journaling. Is that news report, does that align with my energetics? Does that align with what I'm believing for myself? Look, the kinetic believer, the energetics for the kinetic believer, when all else seems to be falling apart, there is more opportunity than ever to succeed. 
I like that word opportunity. You've been you've been saying that a lot so far in this podcast, and it's it's a it's a powerful word right now because we're in a very defined season. We're in a very defined time, and so you really if it's. It feels very powerful, this idea that you can look at the season as a golden opportunity that doesn't come around very often to to implement all of this. Good opportunity is powerful when it is aligned with the energetics of the creative genius that we are relocating in this time of isolation because mm-hmm. it is the most powerful force in the universe. Yeah. Uh, the energetics of the creative genius created the universe. Think about that. Everything that is good, everything that is advancing life, advancing this universe toward perfected completion was designed and created by the energetics of the creative genius. All of us have within us the same substance of creativity, even in isolation, even right now where we're located, even as some may be staring out a window somewhere right now within us, that (laughs) substance of creativity for breaking through the habitual, for cutting through all of the mundane droning beat of negativity in order to align ourselves explosively to attract vibrancy into our lives. I love that. (laughs) You got me laughing talking about staring out the window. (laughs) (laughs) We're staring back in. We're staring back in. I saw a great tweet. This girl, she said, oh man, she said, I got 14 hours of sleep and I am locked and loaded for a full day of staring out the window and (laughs) eating snacks and maybe taking a nap. Uh, Yeah, right. (laughs) My my sister texted me earlier today and she said, you know, if nothing else comes out of this time, she was like, just the, the me the jokes, the funny videos alone are, are, you know, enough to carry us through. Sense of humor, right? <laughs> yes. Well, you know, most people think that only a few lucky people are born with creative genius. Mm-hmm. And so that's the sad thing that most people. And we'll just, you know, the, I never liked using the word average, but what makes a person, because we're all, we all have that creative genius within us. Yes. But what makes a person average is not tapping into those energetics, not mm-hmm. believing the love, not believing their ability and believing the lies, believing the negative energetics. But so most people, they just think that those that the one percenters, the avatars, those that are living these tremendous lives that are attracting great wealth and always healthy and always happy, like you're saying, you know, with your sister and we're just finding Uh, joy at all times, regardless of what's going on around us. And they think that, you know what, those are just people that are born with creative genius. Well, you came into this world, you were born in Albert Einstein or in Aristotle and, you know, good for you. Look, this could not be further from the truth. That is not true. Listen, the spiritual DNA of human beings manifesting uh, uh, the tacits of the creative genius of the creator of the universe, God, is uh, the guarantee that everybody is different within the creative genius of their own purpose for being here on planet Earth. Unique and diverse with every constructive, every dynamic, faceted version of the creator. So now the purpose of every human being Our purpose, even while in isolation, is to breathe the energetics of life from the wondrous and from the miraculous into this realm as an expression of that diversity. 
Everyone has exceptional creative power. Well, I love that you brought up um, the idea of expression, how to express this, because that was going to be my next question is once you do locate that creative genius, how important is it to somehow find a way to physically express it, you know, to to bring it into the scene realm? It seems like it would almost feel uh, pent up if you don't if you don't make that connection. Now, that's a great question. When we talk about expressing the creative genius, we're talking about the the third of the trifecta of kinetic belief. The first being thoughts, the second being our words, and then the action. Uh, Look, when we try to understand belief and imagination, the power of dreams and seeing ourselves in scenarios that we're not yet in. You know, we've talked a lot about Tiger Woods as of late. And as a four-year-old, he had not yet arrived to the world stage of his uh, game of golf. But as a four-year-old, he was still in the theatrics of motion and action according to his belief. So even in isolation, the imagination can go to work at uh, working toward what we're believing to receive. Everybody has creative power. And it's, it's not only when you're in the arena of the big game that it works. Everybody has power and it's no more creative to dwell in squalor, for example, than it is to dwell within riches. Both require the substance of belief in order to be able to adhere to and rely on the manifestation of a reality of the reality of those things. In other words, whatever is surrounding Bill Gates right now is a result of what he thinks about and talks about and has uh, acted toward. Just like whatever a street person is surrounded with is a result of what they think about and talk about and have acted toward. Well, and I love the point that you're making because as you're teaching us today, it's sort of washing over me that, you know, the the main source of anxiety during a time like this are the, it's going to be the unknowns, right? Because typically our life is rather a little predictable and this is sort of stripped all that away. And so I love that you're giving... Uh, kinetic belief really as this as this hard line of you you it's a that self-fulfilling prophecy that if you say it you can expect it and that really gets rid of the unknowns in this situation and, and in turn it's getting rid of all the anxiety as well well the best way to get rid of the unknowns is to not try to understand the unknowns and again go back to the idea the reality the the fact that the law of attraction is the is 50% of the equation. It is the unknown. And when we, when we can define the unknown beyond our imaginations, then we're not leaving room for the adventure, for the heart's desire to show up and manifest into, in ways that are greater than anything that we can think of or imagine. So we holistically, holistically uh, imagine our lives as we desire it to be. Leaving room for the unknown to express itself using the material and the things that are available within our sphere of influence to attract and manifest our circumstances to become greater than anything we can think of or imagine, but in alignment with the positive energetics for living our best life according to our perfected health and attracting great wealth. For example, here's a good example. Let's say you're imagining for a million dollars, and then all of a sudden the currency of whatever country you're in becomes worthless. Would you accept a million dollars worth of Bitcoin? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, there, now there's some people that had written into their journal that I must have one million U.S. dollars, and all of a sudden somebody says, "Well, here's a million Bitcoin." Well, no, I'm I'm, I'm believing for a million U.S. dollars. Right. So we got to be really careful when it comes to trying to fill in those those 
unexpected blanks or the, the part that we can't see. We're 50% of the equation in the universe, the substance of the universe, God, the creator of the universe, the law of attraction, the substance of our belief takes care of the rest of it in that that covenant of agreement, that a covenant of, a, of faith and belief that we have through the law of attraction. We do our part by imagining, speaking, and acting toward what we're believing to receive. And by doing so unwaveringly, not being double-minded, not considering caving in or quitting, but always maintaining our steadfast belief to receive what we're hoping for, then the law of attraction does the rest. It brings people into our lives that we never expected to see, phone calls that we never imagined to receive. We end up in places that we never thought we would go while being led by our heart's desire and our expectations for our best life to manifest. You and I, Megan, we're always ending up in places that we never thought we would, even though we're continually journaling for oh, experiences in mountains and deserts and canyons and um, snowshoeing and snowmobiling and all these things in different places. But we never quite filled in the blank, leaving room for the law of attraction to take care of the rest. And we keep moving toward those activities and imaginations that we're expecting to see. And the concerts that we've been involved in, the retreats, the all the things, all of our experiences, even what we're doing right, one, one game that we love to play, we did this yesterday, is we're always saying, okay, can you imagine one year from now, <laughs> specifically? Now, holistically, we've got it. And we're always knowing that we're, we're always in agreement that it's advancing toward perfected completion, better than it is today. But one year from now, specifically, it's always amazing, isn't it, to look around and go, oh, my goodness. It's wild. We had no idea it would be this good. Right. Well, and this is one of my favorite topics because we actually touched on this just the other, the other day in a podcast. And we had this long conversation about how how ironic the unknown factor is because, in a sense, it's a known unknown um, because you do know beyond any doubt that it's going to be good that it's going to be positive and it's going to meet you in your place of belief so it's it's kind of ironic that it's an unknown but you know what the unknown is going to accomplish the, <laughs> so it's the a actual little... specific un, how many rivets are going to be in your velvet couch is an unknown right and so because <laughs> i think you a lot know of it's going to be good exactly yeah right i believe for a velvet couch <laughs> right but you don't know the specifics you don't know the specifics but you do know they're going to be good and you also believe that they're going to be bigger and better than you can ever think or imagine and that's a very different kind of unknown than most people experience so in the in out in the normal day-to-day -day life the non-connect believer you know you're going through life like a pinball just pinging off of all the negative the positive the negative the positive oh i have so much so much anxiety because my unknowns are rooted in is this going to be a horror show or is this going to be good for me i don't know and so as a kinetic believer how great that our unknowns even our unknowns are amazing that's that is the substance of gratitude that is the expression mm -hmm. of gratitude that enables the kinetic believer to ping off of the good you go from one good to the better from the better to the best from the best to the better and the good and to the yeah, good and it's never bad because yeah. you are forever eternally grateful in all things mm -hmm. you're always grateful and you're expecting the best you're never expecting the worst so no matter what things may appear like mm -hmm. you always know that it's good it's always better and so to your point again we're always pinging off 
good things. Well, I like how you called it the substance of gratitude. Um, that's that's a really beautiful way to see it because in that gratitude, it's really uh, like you just said, it's an expectation of the good of the good outcome, a hundred percent of the time, one hundred percent of the time for for us. And it's our perception, isn't it? It's always yes. seeing the best in the mm-hmm. present tense. Look, Bill Gates, Leonardo da Vinci, Vincent Van Gogh, Albert Einstein, Steve Jobs. Millions of other people that we've never heard of, they all share the common trait of kinetic believers where they fundamentally change the way that they perceive the world by maintaining their highest viewpoints for creating thought forms. Their thoughts, our thoughts, the thoughts of kinetic believers align with our words, align with our actions, unwaveringly attract the creative genius of our purpose. And look, we don't care. None of those guys cared about what other people think. I can't say that enough. It's always the yeah, but that gets people caught uh, tripped up. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that, but, but, but so-and-so, well, what would they do? But they said I couldn't. Well, the bank said I, they won't give me a loan. Yeah, but we don't care what other people think. Well, let's talk about the characteristics of those who are living their best lives and those that are aligned with their creative genius. Now, here's one distinction. Some of the things that we see among those activating their creative genius, a kinetic believer doesn't have the same apprehension to risk that most people have. Yes. Risk scares a lot of people. I mean, they... Uh, they, and in fact, the kinetic believers, they take what others call um, lots of risks. Those are, those are risky people, always taking risks. When the kinetic believer locates a desire, they stop at nothing in order to manifest their desire. And that makes sense, doesn't it? Because you've taught us to uh, redefine failure as if it's really not even failure. It's, it's something completely different. It's growth. It's, it's learning. And, and risk, it's directly tied to failure. And so when you redefine those things because of your teachings, it all of a sudden that makes a lot of sense. There are many words, negatively based words that are no longer uh, exist in the vernacular of the kinetic believer and failure is one of those. Actually, the desire is the desire to, to, um, not stop at anything mm. is seen as a that's seen as a purpose and not as something they wish just wish would happen is universal to the kinetic believer right because what is risk if failure isn't an option <laughs> that's right there is no risk it There's, doesn't even there, exist anymore. there is no king solomon was one of the most successful figures in history he, he lived at a time where sickness and disease was rampant Poverty was a way of life for most people then. Um, however, in terms of today's wealth, King Solomon was worth $2 trillion. Think about that. He was, he was. I mean, that's the equivalent of the, the bailout. I was going to say he could have personally funded the funded stimulus. Funded the entire United States of America yes. in 2020. There you go. Mm. King Solomon was a kinetic believer. He believed for and manifested profound wisdom. That was his pursuit, and that was his desire. Above all else. Above everything else. And so as a result, the genius of Solomon's creative purpose was aligned with wisdom and those positive energetics for that. So that's what he began manifesting into his life. One of his highest viewpoints for living his best life manifested in powerful, dynamic ways every single day of his life. There were manifestations upon manifestations every day of his life. Opportunity for success 
was everywhere during Solomon's time and during, during any time because the energetics most commonly believed are negative, right? Worldwide. Yeah. That is the most common thing that most people adhere to. The same is true today. The world is, like we've been talking about, the world has taken a nosedive into the substance of fear all around us. It's like it can't get there fast enough. And quite frankly, I'm not sure what's going to slow this snowballing down. It's just going as fast and hard as it can um, crash to crash burn right into the substance, the horrible negative substance of fear. Kinetic believers who are isolated right now are in, are intentionally remaining aggressively positive regarding their original genius of purpose. I'm telling you will attract opportunities not previously seen ever before. There is more opportunity in this world right now as a result of those massive negative energetic vortexes all over this planet. There is so much opportunity for those that are willing to stand unwaveringly. Uh, maintaining their best beliefs to live their best lives. Wow. That's, again, opportunity. Huge. To kinetic believers, the regret that would come from not even trying is much worse than the possibility of failure. Yes. Far worse. Human beings who are adapted to uh, validation and, oh gosh, they just have to have the approval of other people in order to live as a way of determining self-value. They get stuck on the way things are. They get Those are the round-robin way of lifers that we talk about often. They live by what they see. And the result of that is just like water, they follow after the lowest level of fear. And so their lives are always just, imagine going down a drain. And when we talk about vortex, you can just see it. It's just cycling and spinning in the sink, and it's just making its way to the lowest level of life. Those embracing their creative genius, however, and working on it right now in this time of isolation and are purposing to continuously move in the direction of the way things are becoming according to their highest expectations are going to manifest that. And again, the opportunity to do that as a lighthouse in the wilderness is fantastic right now. Well, and I love that you're really giving us the sense that this is, um, as, as a time of opportunity, it's also a time to recalibrate because, you know, maybe we were all sort of dipping our toe in the kinetic belief uh, pond, but now it's as if we've been thrown into the deep end head first and we're sort of having to recalibrate and learn to swim all over again because it is I mean it's important to acknowledge it is a very intense time everything has been turned on its head and that that's what makes this great opportunity well in the kinetic believer too this you know should be a seamless transition a seamless um, way of living even as before the the pandemic during the pandemic or after the pandemic because one of the successful, uh, a common trait of the kinetic believer is that we don't romanticize the way things used to be. You're never looking back. Right. So, you know, and a lot of people are going to spend this time during the next month or two or three uh, looking back fondly, thinking about the way things were, the way things used to be before all of this happened, wondering if this is the way it's going to be going forward. But rather, kinetic believers aren't doing that, but rather constantly moving to create the new and the latest and the greatest. 
And it's funny because isn't it important to do that no matter what? Because it, you could just as easily, when the pandemic is over and you're back at your desk at work, you could easily be sitting there going, man, that pandemic time was kind of relaxing and nice. I wish, I wish I could go back home and work from home. So I'm just saying there's always the opportunity to negatively frame the place that you're at against where you were. So, so it's, you're right. It's, it's everything. It's mindset all the time. The, the perfect, if there's such thing as a perfect kinetic believer out there right now, who's never being, uh, um, tempted by negative energetics, that person would not even know that a pandemic had come and gone. Yeah. They would be following the dictates and the requirements to wash your hands and to, to go home and continue doing what you do. But that person would still be optimistically looking forward to create the newest, the latest, the greatest inventions, the ideas of expressing their creative purpose of genius. In fact, they would be seeing all the opportunity that exists right now because people have retreated into the negative energetics of a pandemic. And they're seeing themselves advancing toward perfected health and, and advancing toward perfected wealth, advancing their joy and happiness in the same manner that they were before the pandemic, in the same manner that they will be after the pandemic. The pandemic has nothing to do with what a kinetic believer is attracting. Uh, be there a pandemic now or not. They are living their lives according to their highest viewpoints the same way that they were before the pandemic. What a great point that we, we as kinetic believers, we are supposed to move seamlessly uh, through all seasons of life, no matter what the world around us looks like. See the bumps in that road as flags that you can stop and deal with. Well, why, why is this negatively affecting me? Because that's something I need to work on to cast down out of my imaginations. This thing should not have any negative influence over me. And if it is, it's because I'm still harboring those negative things. I need to rewild myself away from these domesticated ways of thinking that I've been taught to live by, that I am imagining to live by. I'm still creating these, these ideas that are knee-jerk according to the expectations of negative influencers. Mm. No, those who are embracing their creative genius typically have some friends um, and other people in their life that those friends that are also celebrating their creative genius um, and their purpose while edifying and championing each other so we're not in this alone either now you may feel like you're alone because maybe you haven't been at this long enough to develop some other friends who are like-minded but beyond those few friends even once we've developed them those who are aligning their desires to manifest their best lives. I'm telling you that usually they feel as though they're on the outside of things. We still, that's where we exist. So when there's a pandemic, it's like, it's almost like we are flying over the world, looking at the world, having this noisy pandemic. We're not really a part of it. We're on the outside of it, looking in. In other words, the pandemic doesn't become us. What has become us is our highest expectations for living our best life. So it's almost like we're a stranger in, in this distant land. Well, just like you've told us so many times before, that kinetic belief has a way of insulating you in any situation, in, no matter what is going on, no matter where you are in the world. It's an insulator, and you're really sort of cocooning into this idea, and you know, that's, there's nothing better than that. Great word. Yeah. Insulator. We, we're insulated. We're insulated from negative energetics before they are amplified, before there is a, a tsunami, before there's a, a storm of any kind. In other words, the world is typically steeped within itself and it's headed in some other, <laughs> other direction than the kinetic believer. Kinetic believers often feel as though, you know what, they just don't fit in anyway. In the sense of, 
of being somehow divergent ultimately drives kinetic believers to align our energetics in a world that's been blueprinted by our best imaginations. Okay, so what's our challenge today, right now, in isolation, while the world seems to be spinning out of control? What is the biggest challenge for kinetic believers? It's to remain steadfast in our determination to cast down every negative imagination and every high viewpoint that interferes with our best desires as kinetic believers so that we are emerging in the world in order to be able to create more for the sake of expanding our best lives, to become more of all that is good. We are compelled to be able to create because it's our purpose. You know, we create because we're grateful and unconditionally loving our creator and ourselves and all others. And the purposeful human being who's living according to the dictates of their purpose for being here, we have an unction that, you know what, the world around us should look different. Sure, the world shouldn't have a pandemic. The world shouldn't, there shouldn't be any suffering and hunger and all of those things. And we see it that way. And it, that compels us to dynamically pursue uh, our successful best lives and in order to be able to create. The, the vision of history's avatars most commonly held is that, you know what, they must manifest into this world. What they feel in their heart is the ultimate best of themselves. And Actually, another interesting trait for the kinetic believer is that, you know what, the more one is practiced in aligning their original purpose with their thoughts and words and actions, the more sensitive the kinetic believer becomes. Now, and this may be you, maybe you're listening to this podcast for the first time and, and all you know about yourself is that you sure are pretty darn sensitive. <laughs> you know, your, your feelings are easily hurt or you, it's easy for you to cry. It's easy for you to laugh. It's easy for you to have empathy for other people. Well, you're very creative. There have actually been studies where creative people rated various stimuli like loud noises out in a restaurant, just a bang or a clank or a dog bark or somebody else's kid or your kid, whatever, a loud noise as being more intense than people who were following the crowd. It's more intense and more of an aggravated thing. It's sort of it, it breaks the consciousness, a loud noise. And that just means you're rated as being very creative naturally. However, those sensitivities incubate the kinetic believer while they create emotional work of art, works of art. And it actually works to the benefit of the creative creator, even in, in a time of being isolated. Those sensitivities embrace them and recognize them for what they are. It's not a negative. It's not a negative against the, the thing that made the loud noise, the child that is running through the house. That's not a, the kid doesn't know that they are being a negative energetic to you. And we don't try to control other people. But we understand that, you know what, you are a creative person. That's why it seems to be a contradiction to your inner perspective, inner, inner perspective for, for uh, creativity and emotional expressions of your positive energetics. Wow. I think it does seem like it would be a really important thing to understand about yourself, everything you just said, because being able to be aware of why things, why you react to certain things in a way, in a certain way, it's, it's powerful to know that about yourself. Well, so that we're not using our dominion to try to control other people, but to control ourselves and to know exactly what, what's going on in our, our own creative life. The fearless creative creator is not afraid of making mistakes either. If you find that that is an obstacle in your life, 
then that's a good place to check yourself because we have to fearlessly approach life. And there are no mistakes that we're not afraid of making. So while others are fear, fearing a failure of some sort or making wrong decisions, the, the fear of making a, uh, a wrong decision often even crippling them to strive to do anything that they uh, haven't already done. The creative genius, however, is embracing their purpose for life and they will quickly act and, you know, just deal with the consequences. Well, I, I just love how, what you said earlier about um, just risk and failure and, and our need to, to redefine those terms because knowing that as a kinetic believer, there is no failure. There's only growth. There's only forward momentum. It just seems like that's going to be a huge part of, of revealing that inner creative genius that you're talking about today. All these back and forths are so important for people to understand when they're on the right track and when they're not. And again, it goes back to the question that I'm often asked is, how do I know? How do I know when I'm, I'm doing things the way that I should be doing them to advance myself? Well, the fearless creative creator isn't afraid of making mistakes as well. We're not afraid of that. So while others fear failure or making wrong decisions, often even crippling them and they're just you know they'll 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 fall out they cave in and quit they would rather not try than to make a mistake and the kinetic believer is never afraid of making those mistakes the kinetic believer is more proficient at imagining the world holistically and so what is a mistake in a forest of success there's it doesn't really even exist it's not your 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 idea of your best life is not hinged upon a success or a failure like we've been talking about. So from this distance, and that's after all where we are seeing our lives holistically, it's from this removed distance perspective of our life. We have an ability to see solutions to problems by connecting dots from the highest viewpoint of life. Well, and I really like what you said earlier. You, I think you called it an aggressive, an aggressive positivity, and that's always going to serve the kinetic believer so well because when you are very tentative and even withdrawn and hold back in the pursuit of positivity and in the, that pursuit of, of your inner creative genius, you're never going to get there. You're never going to achieve those levels that you're looking for. So I love that you brought up aggression because that is what's required because the world has aggressive negative. Exactly. Oh, that's so good. Aggressive positivity versus aggressive negativity. Aggressive positivity. Look, this is most often noticed when people around you can't come up with a solution or even begin to see a way out of a problem. You know, we were, I remember uh, a few years ago, we were doing a a relief um, outreach to impoverished uh, families living up in the Heartland, Kentucky area. And we took in, it was almost 50 tons of provision, tractor trailer after tractor trailer after tractor trailer to do a distribution to families that needed it up there. Yeah, all the coal mines had shut down. Yeah, it's right after the coal mines had shut down. And I remember, you know, I kind of uh, got set back, holistically holistically looked at the challenges of of the thousands of people that that turned out and all those truckloads of provision that we took in there and the distribution and the volunteers and how we're going to make all of this flow. And so I came up with a plan you and I did and you know you had half of the distribution I had the other and this was the this was the plan of the day. And I cannot tell you the number of times that somebody would come up and say I've got a better idea or why don't we do it this way or how about we line them up over there and distribute it over here and all these different things and and 
I continually said throughout the day, no, this is the plan. And since this is the plan, it is the best plan. Yes. Uh, the best plan is the one you actually do. It's the one you actually <laughs> do. You're committed to. It's the one you're thinking about yeah. and speaking about and you're following through on. Yes. And that's the noise of, of uh, negative aggression versus the peace and quiet mm. of the positive aggression. Absolutely. So regardless of what's going on in the world around us, the world could be immersed in a world war, famine, a pandemic, the Black Plague. Whatever it is, but even in the midst of any of those things, kinetic believers invent things that other people would never have even thought of while aligning themselves with fear. There's nothing inventive in fear. The substance of invention is not located within fear. Creatives look at the chaos in the world from the lens of all things being possible, and then as such are able to align with anything that's possible to manifest solutions. I love that, that we always go into a situation assuming the, assuming the win, assuming the success. Day after day, life for the determined creative is propped where no outside opinion is going to influence the specific vision for the world and the way that we imagine things to be. Mm. You know, it's so interesting that human beings who are living competitive lives where they compare themselves with other people, where they align their desires with you know the desires of others. You want that? Oh, well, I want it. You got that? Well, I need to have that. That kind of stuff. Where they compete to gain where rather than create. Mm-hmm. They're cut off from their best lives as a result of panic and what I call panic living. And often they can't imagine to see what a creative, purposeful genius sees. It's like you're in two different galaxies, two different realities. They just can't even begin to see it. And so another distinct difference between uh, creative creators that are determined to live life as a kinetic believer is that they will often find themselves alienated from others who are pressed into commonality. But to the person who is unconditionally loving their creative purpose of genius, it is okay because the kinetic believer already sees themselves as an outsider. We're already outside of all of that. So that's another distinction that is so often made while noticing the differences between um, creatives and others is that in the creative sphere of energetic influence, where the distraction of fear about a virus or anything else can't interfere, the mind just quickens. It quickens to receive genius thoughts. It quickens to receive wisdom. It quickens to receive solutions. It quickens to receive entrepreneurial ideas. And thoughts just seem to begin to start racing about and pinging about all of those possible solutions. I love that you kind of escalated that for us. And uh, not, you know, now the the original normal for a kinetic believer was don't worry about fitting in. And now you've taken it to the next level of, you know, sort of relishing this idea of being weird and uh, the positive outcast and totally different from anyone you've ever known. Now things are beginning to escalate, aren't they? Our thoughts are pinging off of one positive thing to the next positive thing. It's like this yeah. pin, positive pinball game. There are no negatives in there. Creative genius is happening. It's being stirred up. It's it's popping. It's bubbling. It's going. And it does really seem like what you just described, you know, that living a life that feels and is so removed and so different from anyone else that you know, that's truly unique. That's a good sign that you are tapping into that creative genius. Because if you look around and everything is identical and you're exactly the same as everyone you know, 
is you're not there yet. You're not diverse yet, are you? No, you're not, not diverse. You're still the, the commonalities being celebrated. Yes, yeah, the fruit of that. So back to the popping and the clinging and the clanking of ideas and the energetics. You're just bubbling over and you're excited and you're carrying yourself differently and your your eyes are cast up. There's a spring to your step and you're hopeful and because you're 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 you've reached this whimsical state of belief that you know what I'm believing for the best and then often here's something else that happens. Sometimes we get to a place where sleep for the kinetic believers sometimes delayed, isn't it? You know, everybody else is sound asleep in the house, exhausted from trying, exhausted from working hard, exhausted from the sweat of their brow. But the kinetic believer is in a place at one in the morning, can't sleep yet, alert, awake, journaling their latest and greatest insights as they're being revealed like popcorn, pop, pop, pop. Here they come. It's just one after another after another in alignment with their expectations. So excited for the next day. And a lot of times when I can't sleep, it's because I got a new flavor of coffee and I cannot wait to wake up to try it. Yeah, or, or you you tried it when you went to bed. <laughs> that too. You have done exactly. That. I couldn't wait. So oh, at seven p.m., I'll be fine. Oh, but that's so exciting! You know, that's what this is, though. It's the it's like having your favorite flavor of coffee without having the coffee. <laughs> you're buzzing, and you're buzzing, and the creative genius will often just stay up late. Yeah, or get up early to create and imagine new ways in order to improve the world. Didn't Da Vinci sleep like? Four hours and then take a twenty-minute nap over. And, I mean, that was his sleep cycle. Uh, yeah, he did. It's and, called something. And many I can't others think did of as well. A few, yeah. But Tesla, this, Tesla did that. Too. Yeah, this is what's happening while other people are just nervously falling asleep after staring at the ceiling, fearful about what's going to happen sure. next sure. after that long, hard day of. But kinetic believers are entertained by the intellect of their creative genius. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Warhol said. Don't think about making art. Just get it done. He said, let everybody else decide if it's good or bad, whether they love it or hate it. And while they're doing all that and deciding that, make even more art. I like it. It's it's like you always tell us that success is just in the doing. It's in the implementation of what you're believing for. And what people think about you is none of your business. Mm -mm. If they like it, it's none of your business. If they do, if they like it, don't like it. Yeah, it's none of your business. You're you're busy anyway. You should be busy creating and doing your art and your purpose. Well, and as a kinetic believer, I've I've definitely realized that it's not even about uh, the good or the bad reaction. But you can you can bet that you that people will always have a strong reaction to you. Good or bad. It's going to be strong. You know, and I've always said, just burn. Burn your passion. Let your passion burn. People come running. They want people come running to whatever's on fire. Set your passion on fire and just live it. Live it hard and determined and in faith and peace and, and imagine to be prosperous. And it's not based on the substance that you see. It's based on what you believe to see. Your sense of self-identity becomes a sense of destiny. We can attract any lifestyle. And when we do, it should not be a surprise to us when it begins pouring into our lives. And if it can still surprise us, then we haven't been imagining it in the present tense. It is our conversation that is in alignment with our thoughts that we move toward to attract from the universe the substance of our desires. And it's our conservation of that momentum, not wavering in it, not taking time away from it to just wallow around in the affairs of whatever the world is doing at that moment. Just <laughs> even while while planning on, well, I'll wait till next weekend to get back into my positive frame of mind. 
I need to just wallow in these negative energetics along with everybody else for a while. No, it's our conservation of momentum, our unwavering belief that produces the cause of the effect of our life's experiences. Albert Einstein said that, you know what, a property that is not measured or believed need not exist. In other words, if you're not measuring the virus, if you're not believing the fear, it need not exist. In other words, whatever we don't believe, it doesn't manifest as an option for us. What we do believe exists and is attracted to manifestation. And so those who attract their desires regularly into their lives are forever optimistic and, like we were saying, always, always grateful. The kinetic believer doesn't maintain imaginations for things that are not lovely and pure. And the destiny believer believes the best in all things and the best in all people, regardless of what all people might be engaged in. And we're always expecting wealth and abundance. And we're imagining an enlightened mind and wisdom, just like Solomon, and while experiencing a joyous life. The successful kinetic believer uses their creative abilities in order to be able to enjoy life. We all possess an ability to focus the substance of belief to change the physical that's around us. And a disciplined creative intentionally commands the universal source of all matter to rearrange and construct and form, change, expand, attract all that which is desired. And here's the thing. The bottom line to all of this is the purposeful kinetic believer who is using a journal to create the highest viewpoint for their life and adhering to that journal, regardless of whatever's going on around them in the world, that person never fails. Well, let's construct some highest viewpoints and remember that you cannot think a negative thing while saying a positive one. It's impossible. Ah, So let's just say these out loud. Just say, I can feel amazing. I can feel amazing. Just by saying I do. Just by saying I do. I don't need a reason. I don't need a reason. To feel good. To feel good. I just need to say I do. I just need to say I do. Knowing is not enough. Knowing is not enough. I must speak. I must speak. Willing is not enough. Willing is not enough. We must talk. We must talk. In order to earn more. In order to earn more, I must learn to speak like I do. I must learn to speak like I do. I control the words I use. I control the words I use. I'm happy. I am happy. Joyous. Dang it. Prosperity has become me. (laughs) Joyous. Prosperity has become me. (laughs) It is you. It is me. I always focus on. I always focus on. And find the good words. And find the good words. In everything. In everything. Life doesn't happen to me. Life doesn't happen to me. It happens for me. It happens for me. Because I speak what I expect. Because I speak what I expect. I journal what I expect. I journal what I expect. I don't waver from what I expect. I don't waver from what I expect. I'm not double-minded. I'm not double-minded. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And for a good purpose to me. And for a good purpose to me. And it serves my words. It serves my words. Strength doesn't come from physical capacity. Strength doesn't come from physical capacity. It comes from what I say. It comes from what I say. At any moment, I need to be willing. At any moment I need to be willing to walk away from who I am to walk away from who I am to become who I want to be to become who I want to be by changing what I talk about by changing what I talk about by changing what I think about by changing what I think about by changing what I work toward by changing what I work toward I would rather have a mind I would rather have a mind opened by my kinetic beliefs opened by my kinetic beliefs than one closed than one closed by my thoughts by my thoughts boom From isolation, (laughs) broadcasting. (laughs) 
to the rest of the world. Broadcasting from the from the isolation cabin. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you know, we're not really isolated, are we? I was going to say, we're pretty... Into the... Well, and with the with the podcast here, we're so connected to everyone. I have to say, I spent most of the morning uh, talking to people on Facebook and Instagram, and we're so connected with everyone. And, oh, I wanted to tell everybody, Maria on Facebook wrote in, and she just had the coolest idea. She actually took... Um, an excerpt from the guided journal and hand wrote it on a notepad and put it right beside her bed so it would be the first thing she sees when she wakes up Mm, and I just loved that because you know what a great idea to take excerpts to take the things that really stand out in your mind and to sort of put them in visible areas all around your house because goodness knows we're all up in our house right now so you'll be seeing them a lot I love that idea some of our best best work is done before we get out of bed in the morning Mm. as far as our beliefs are concerned and I don't do that as you know I don't get up before I see myself living the kind of life I imagine to live. Yeah, that's it. Set the precedent for your entire day. Email address is kineticbeliefatstephencanyon.com. The website is stephencanyon.com. Absolutely. And you can check out the 100-Day Guided Manifestation Journal on the website. You can get the digital downloadable version there, or you can order a hard copy in most countries, most areas, regions in the world right now. And I created a purpose workbook, which is available on the website. I highly recommend it if you've not already done this. It takes you back to the original purpose for you being on this planet and will get you there pretty quickly with just some some probing questions that you can fearlessly answer that's going to reveal why you're here so that you can pursue that with your kinetic beliefs. And and a new thing that we're adding to that, an additional part of that, is going to be a completed version of the Purpose Workbook that's sort of an example that shows you how to to follow uh, the the path for that. Yeah, it's looking really good. Um, That's going to be available just sometime in the the coming week. But it really helps, I think, because it helps you visualize how the Purpose Workbook is working, and it helps it flow a little better. So just to make sure you're because I think a lot of us when we're doing worksheets and workbooks we're thinking am I doing this right and so it kind of helps you feel like you're you're achieving what it's supposed to awesome look hey guys remember it is a privilege to go through each day as a kinetic believer nobody has to do this it is a privilege and you've got to work at it just a little bit but I'm telling you this is the easy way to live this life and do it powerfully dynamically in order to live your best life absolutely well thanks as usual Steve for all the wisdom can't wait for tomorrow Okay, sounds good. Bye.